0: Do you ever get tired of the constant barrage from teachers, family, and the media that college is all you need to succeed? Is a classroom setting not the right fit for you, but the social pressure is driving your life? Academic burnout is a real problem. On today's show, we're going to talk about prioritizing internships over college and if it's right for you. Later in the episode, we'll hear from Christian Matsumoto. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast.
1: On the horizon, do you see it? That's the digital future coming towards us. Whether you fear it or embrace it, there's no escaping it. But L.I. can help you prepare to take hold of it and make it your own. Whether it's creation, analytics, communication, or strategy, the Leadership Institute can equip you for the road ahead. Go to leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training and click digital. Again, that's leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training and click digital. The only difference between being left behind and leading the way is being ready.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the Lead Your Future podcast. If you're enjoying these episodes and this podcast, please click the subscribe button and feel free to leave a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Leadership Institute and on Twitter at Leadership INST. Do you have a topic that you're just dying to hear me talk about? Feel free to shoot me an email at troberts at leadershipinstitute.org and I'd be happy to make that happen. Now, on to today's episode. Academic burnout and you. As college classes begin again and we're moving steadily through the new year, you might be mentally, emotionally, and physically drained. You may feel exhausted no matter the amount of sleep you get. Your motivation may be lacking. Concentration is at an all-time low. And depression or anxiety may be at an all-time high. If you're not feeling this yourself, you may know people who are experiencing this due to finals or just education in general there is no professional definition or diagnosis but this is commonly known as academic burnout bottom line americans on average spend about 15% of their life in their educational career not including college that is crazy and i say career because your entire childhood adolescence and teenage life culminates to this 5 day a week 7 to 3 o'clock schedule just to try and prepare you for the decades after. It's almost enlightening when you think about it this way, right? So it's no wonder our college students are feeling this mental, emotional, and physical strain. Despite the incessant drive to push high school grads straight to college, maybe it's not right for you. At least not right now, or maybe ever. Fortunately, our country has its own Costco-like sample stations in the form of internships. Internships allow you to get a feel of different fields of work prior to getting a degree, and they look amazing in resumes. Sometimes the experience or even just the influence of the company you're interning for is all you need to succeed, no BA or master's required, depending on the field or course. But like how college isn't for everyone, internships may not be suitable for you as well. You really have to know what you're getting yourself into. Today, we're going to talk about our three no's. Knowing your future, knowing your finances, and knowing your limitations. First up in our three no's is knowing your future. The future is something we all tend to think about. It's scary, it's mysterious, and just imagining what could be can be stressful for some. I know for me, I really never really had a path for what I wanted in the future, and even now. As a teenager in high school, one of the most common questions I got from teachers and college recruiters were, where do you see yourself in 10 years? How could I possibly know that? From then to now, I've experienced so much, and if I knew what I know now, my course of life could have been completely different. So how could I know what major to pick? Or how would I know the city I end up moving to for college would be right for me? Research on which majors produce the most amount of money, or were a fast pass to my degree was great, but would I enjoy the work? Seeing the top 10 colleges for whatever major I ended up deciding on encouraged me despite the price tag, but would I like the city? I was constantly being pushed little by little towards a cliff of potential debt, all for a major in university that I might not even end up enjoying. Unfortunately, we can't know our future, and many of us change our majors several times over, Even then, we can still end up not liking the content that we're learning or have zero expectations for the field we're heading towards. If this is an accurate description of your own struggle, an internship might just be the right thing for you. It won't put you into debt and it gives you a taste of the content of your potential career. And plus, if you don't end up liking your experience, it saves you four years of college tuition studying for a field of work that you resent and it serves an enhancement on your resume. That leads us to our second no, knowing your finances. I don't want to make it to seem like all internships are perfect. Nothing in this world is. And one major problem with internships is that most are either unpaid or pay very little at all. This is great for young students fresh out of high school or on summer break for college. You know, the kids who don't typically have very many bills, but if you're strapped for cash and don't really have anybody supporting you, you end up deciding that you have to work a full-time job just to make ends meet. And internships will probably be a bit out of reach. That being said, internships themselves don't cost you money like tuition does. So if you're able to cut some expenses from your budget, break your diet for some cost-effective food, and survive off of YouTube instead of streaming services, it's still a worthwhile opportunity and a great investment for building your career. You can usually pick up a side job to help cover the loss in pay as well. To piggyback, try and find an internship that offers flexible hours. Internships can even be used to build your collegiate career. What internships lack in pay, they make up for in supplying college credits. Of course, this depends on the university itself. Make sure to ask your counselor for details regarding the requirements that need to be met to fulfill internship credits, such as hours required. You also need to contact your potential employer and see if they're willing to fill out necessary paperwork and be able to fulfill the requirements that grant you those credits in the first place. Last up in our three no's, we have knowing your limitations. This one may get a little dark, so forewarning. There isn't really a litmus test for finding out what your limitations are. Usually it comes from experience and seeing what you can handle on your own. Internships are great, but they can be life-changing and not always in the best of ways. Because of the pandemic and the move towards remote work, remote internships are also becoming a reality. Something I didn't mention earlier, which is usually a hallmark for internships, is the networking opportunities. Unfortunately, networking has really fizzled out this past year. Not only is it harder to connect with people in a remote setting, but for interns wanting to get their names out there, it is almost impossible. However, if you have a supervisor who can act as a resource or a mentor, this definitely changes up the game and they can pass your name along to people within their network. Feel free to check out some other episodes. I've talked in depth about remote internships, remote networking, everything that comes along with the COVID pandemic. In our last episode, we highlighted that as a worker, performance, engagement, and overall happiness increases when you have friends at work. But coming into a new organization in this current global environment can be dismaying and isolating. This can affect interns since their stay is more likely to be temporary. What incentivizes your new coworkers from wanting to build a relationship with you? You really have to be the one to step up and try your best to cultivate friendships. And if you haven't heard our last episode, I highly recommend it. Another thing to consider is that some high-profile internships will require you to temporarily move states or even across the country. This can help with networking, considering you most likely will be bunking with other interns and you'll actually be in office. However, if you do find yourself in isolation from other interns or if your office has limited staff, not having any friends or family nearby can be a major mental health deficit. Your health always comes first, so make sure you either try to make friends fast or have a remote outlet. Family has your back, and if that fails, friends are family. In the end, your life is worth way more than a line on your resume, so please know your limits. Now that we've got you thinking about prioritizing internships over college, it's time to hear from Christian Matsumoto. We'll be right back after this quick break.
1: Do you want to fight liberal bias on your campus? Have you or your friends witnessed it at school? If so, Campus Reform wants to hear from you. Campus Reform is dedicated to fighting liberal bias on college campuses. You can help Campus Reform in their mission by sending incidents of liberal bias to their way. To do this, all you have to do is go to campusreform.org slash tip.
0: Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm now here with Christian Matsumoto, who is the administrative assistant for Morton Blackwell at the Leadership Institute. Christian, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So first, can we just kind of get an idea of what your background's like, where are you from, and how did you hear about the Leadership Institute?
1: Yeah, so I was born in Visalia, California, and moved to Fresno, California as a child. Um, You know, I haven't really had a background in politics. Uh, I got involved with the Leadership Institute through a good friend named John Hanson. He was actually a fellow intern this semester. And we met in Texas about two years ago for Glenn Beck's uh, youth leadership um, school down there. It was a two-week program. And so he suggested I take the youth leadership school and then told me that I should try out the internship program.
0: Awesome. So I'm assuming. So you went from you went mostly directly into the into the internship. What was your experience prior to that? Did you go to college, um, community college, a four year college? What did you do before prior to the internship?
1: Yeah. So I'm a I'm a super senior. I, you know, I'm 24. So I've I've technically been in college for six years now, um, and I went straight to community college, and I've just been through so many majors. I started off, I think, as a political science major, I think, um, and have just gone down the line all the way into communications as, like, my final stop. Um, but I am still not done with my associates, so I, I have two classes away. Um, I was planning on finishing it, but COVID kind of hit, and I'm not the best at online school. I have no drive if I don't have someone, like, hovering over me. So um, I'm currently on a hiatus until school can resume as a normal.
0: <laughs> so what has your experience kind of been like in college? Is it something that it seems like this one thing that you just kind of have to do and it's been taking forever and you kind of don't want to do it? Or is it something that you want to have? You want to have college on your resume? What has that kind of experience been like for you?
1: Well, you know, you're always pressured growing up to go to college. Um, my dad's side of the family, you know, he is, I believe he's second generation Japanese-American. And um, my family's always pushed us to, you know, focus so much on school. None of my, my dad or, or none of my uncles and aunts really went to college and they never really graduated. My generation is the first that has really kind of succeeded in that area. Um, But growing up, school has never been for me. I've never been one to, you know, focus really hard or like have such a good work or like scholiastic work ethic. Um, I've always mostly just been focused on, you know, ideas and stuff like that. Um, And I've actually learned more outside of school than I actually have in school. Um, You know, I went to my I was a poli sci major first and through my experience, you know, aside from the blatant bias, you know, against some of my views, it was really hard um, trying to justify going to school with um, you know, with this intention of you know going through the normal collegiate career, you know, making sure that you got all four years down, three and a half years if possible, for a major that I don't even know if I really wanted to do. Um, I know poli-sci doesn't give you a lot of opportunities, or at least it didn't back then. I think now it does. But even just having to deal with that bias and having to appease my professors um, with ideologies that I didn't really care for, and I was paying to do that, um, you know, that was a real uh, conscience, like a struggle in my conscience for me. So um, it wasn't a great experience. And even now, I just think about all the Books that I I spent money on, all of the technology that I had to pay for in some classes, and it was definitely overpriced. And it just it, you know, I could have, I I think thinking back, all that money that I spent, I could have it in my pocket right now, and I'd probably live a more comfortable life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's just I I wasted a lot of time and I wasted a lot of money uh, figuring out what I even wanted to do, and I'm still not even there yet.
0: Yeah, if you could go back, would you just kind of skip? college altogether and go right into the workforce
1: you know um I've thought about it uh my dad was in retail my whole life but he did live a hard life in um that career and I see that now especially with his health you know he can't walk very well and um sometimes I mean like he's had hip problems and whatnot um you know, if I could skip school and go straight into the workforce in in the particular job that now that I like, I would totally do it. Um, it's just hard now because, you know, politicians have legislated gatekeeping. You know, you need a piece of paper to actually do anything now, which is really disappointing because back then, like, I was trying to be an eye doctor and I went to a, a conference for eye doctors because my boss at the time, she was like, "Go, oh, you can come with me. Well, I was talking to the doctor and he was like, hey, where do you, where are you going to go to school? And I was like, well, I'm going to go to community college. And um, there's this one optometric school down south in Southern California that you didn't need a bachelor's degree to go. And so I explained that to him and he's like, oh, well, that's funny because I didn't need a bachelor's degree to go straight to medical school. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> that's new. Wow. That's new for my generation. Yeah
0: yeah it's been it's definitely been changing a lot and it's something that but i think i think nowadays a lot of millennials and a lot of people are going through college they're like what's the point of this why do i why do i need a paper to say like i'm good at something because really i mean how much how much do you learn in college and how much is it just based off of going the extra mile like a lot of the things i learned i know i've learned i learned a lot in college but a lot of it was also me going the extra step to go out of my way to learn something else that I wasn't actually learning in class. Um, and that, I mean, right. even that was through internships. And now you have an internship, that's something you're doing now um, and you're getting that experience um, at this point.
1: Totally, no, I've learned a lot more in this internship than I think I've learned during my poly, my time as a poli-sci major. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm not, this this internship isn't even solely focused on politics, but just being in the atmosphere and talking to people and i um, taking our trainings. I've learned so much more here than I've ever learned in a classroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think your next steps will be now? Because you you just finished your internship at the Leadership Institute um, and you have a, a little bit of a gig here at LI. Now, after after your internship is over, what what are you looking to do um, in the future?
1: You know that's a that's a hard question. Um, I do want to work in politics. Um, you know, you 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 asked me what's in my future. It's really hard to really see because my future's changed so much. Um, my present is not where I expected to be, even five months ago. So, um, you know, I. I do plan on going into politics. I, I've honestly been thinking, you know, starting my own little leadership institute in California, because I know California really needs that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've my coworker says that I should go work on the Hill, and she's willing to help me with that. You know, I've been thinking about working for, you know, Fresno County GOP. I've been thinking about working for Arlington County GOP. So um, lots of doors have definitely opened through this, you um, you know through this experience and this opportunity um and i'm trying my best not to take it lightly and trying to not have my old you know my terrible procrastination happen and i'm i'm trying to read like get into the habit of reading cuz i was never a big reader and just learning how to lead through reading and um and and just learning to better my skill set
0: now what did, do you have any advice for somebody who is exactly in your situation, but just maybe a little bit earlier in their career where they're trying to decide if they should stick through it, stick through college, or if they should just jump right into internships and try to find a job. Do you have any advice for somebody like that?
1: If you're stuck in school and, you, and you're really questioning um, if this is the right path for you, you know, you might not have all the information, you might not watch, know what you're getting into with the career path that you're like going down. I would definitely consider taking a breather. Um, I know that I got so tired of school for a while I had to take so many breaks. That's why I'm a super senior. Um, <laughs> but... I would definitely take a breather. I would definitely look at the career that you're you're going for and maybe seeing if there's any internship opportunities available for you and trying them out because you might be disappointed and surprised when you get to interning in that position and seeing how the work is like, seeing how the atmosphere is like. Um, you know, it might not be what you expected and you don't want to spend you know, four years worth of tuition, potentially even more, depending on the the career you're going for. Um, spending all that money, all that time, and all that effort going towards a career path that you actually don't like. Um, you know, I was planning on going um, to be a doctor. I realized I couldn't take biology. I, I did one semester of it, but not only that, there's so, I, working in an optometric office, so much behind the scenes that you don't understand. Insurance is ridiculous. you know a lot of things, especially if you want to be like a small um, a small office doctor, so much more hassle than you know than you'd expect and um, I, I would just I would just really encourage you to go and try and find an, an opportunity like I have and see if the the, the, the work and the, the the time and the money is worth it.
0: Now, earlier you were talking about, um, you know, if you are going through college and you're going to have having that burnout, experiencing that burnout um, and you don't really know what to do, taking a break from college can be very beneficial. Do you have any advice for somebody for what to do during that break? Because I think it's very easy to say like, oh, I'm going to take a break and then just start traveling and just doing all these fun things because it's summer and you can. I mean, you have all this time now, but. I definitely, I think it's very important to take that time on your break to obviously figure out what your next steps are, but also find ways to expand on your skill sets and your knowledge while you are taking that break um, between college and jobs. So do you have any um, advice and resources or things out there that um, people can do during that time?
1: Right. Um, Well, I mean, the Leadership Institute is definitely a place where you can go for some trainings. You know, we are, we have some of the most professional and some of the best people here, and you'll definitely expand on your knowledge, especially political and campaigning knowledge here. Um, you know, traveling is nice, but it's, un- unless you're trying to work abroad, you're not really going to expand your horizons just by traveling. You might know, like, the difference between, you know, like Thai curry and Indian curry, but <laughs> that's not going to get you anywhere. Focus okay, things that are going to Focus on things that are really going to expand your repertoire. You know, read books by you know leaders. Um, listen to podcasts. Leader Future podcast is great, especially for career building. You know, um, and just just try your best to um, expand your knowledge. And ex- and 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 you can even put our trainings from the Leadership Institute, put them on your resume. I mean, um, we're very well renowned, especially in the political world, especially in the conservative world. Um, so it, it never hurts to put our name on your resume as well.
0: Do you know anybody who might have um, went through college and then afterwards realized it was a total waste of their time, that it was something they just really kind of regret doing?
1: Yeah, so um, my mom growing up, I was really young. Um, she went back to school because my both my parents were in retail basically their their whole life. My mom went back to school right before... 08 recession. I think it was like 06, 05. And um, she went back to school to be a teacher. And she ended up getting her master's degree, while at the time there was a surplus of teachers. So she kept getting pink slips all the time. You know, my um, after my parents divorced, we were just on hard times. You know, we had to move around a lot. Uh, we ended up, you know, losing our apartment because my mom defaulted on her school loans. And, you know, that's just never in a position you want to be. Um, so, you know, now she's not even teaching at all. She got a master's degree for no reason, cost her thousands of dollars, and she's working for the county in welfare. You know, that's, that's definitely not the position she thought she would ever end up. That was not the future she envisioned. Um, but the thing is, she, she didn't know, you know, how could you expect that, um, And I think a lot of students go through this every day where they think that they're going to get a job straight out of college. And that's not the reality. And and that definitely depends on your major. Um, But but for instance, you know, for her, that definitely that definitely was the reality for her. She could not find a job.
0: Well, thank you, Christian, so much for being on this episode of um, the Leader Feature podcast. It was a joy working with you. Um, I'm glad you're not leaving yet. But um, I appreciate your advice and I hopefully this can be really helpful for people who are struggling with um, deciding if they should go to college or not. But Christian, thank you so much for being on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lead Your Future podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe, share or leave a five star rating on iTunes, Spotify, Overcast or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Leadership Institute's mission to increase the number and effectiveness of conservative activists and leaders in the public policy process. That's why I bring you on-camera TV trainings, public speaking workshops, debate workshops, speech writing workshops, and so many more. If you're interested in taking one of these trainings, feel free to check out our website at leadershipinstitute.org forward slash training.
1: The Lead Your Future podcast is produced and edited by Tiffany Roberts with support from Cody Quinn. Advertisements by Leadership Institute interns executive produced by David Fenner and Morton Blackwell. If you want to learn more about the Leadership Institute and see behind-the-scenes photos, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to Leadership Institute on YouTube.